Okay, uh, I want us to look at some verses at the end of Matthew, chapter 28. Reading from verse 16, it says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Or we could say it this way, The authority over the whole universe is given to me. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Now, when he says here, go ye therefore and teach all nations, what that means is, he says, go ye therefore, and, and some translations have this, of course, many do, make disciples of all nations. Now, he's not saying uh, those who know more Greek than I do will, will, will back this up and you can find this out by quick study. He's not saying make disciples out of the nations or from the nations. He's not talking about that. Now, I'm told that you can interpret it that way, but the, the way that the Greek is written and the, different, the, the grammatical way the Greek is written it literally means to disciple nations, to make disciples of nations, to bring nations into subjection. And that's backed up when it says teaching them to observe all things, uh, whatever I've commanded you. Now, when he says here baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, you know, people just automatically think water baptism. But that word baptism, of course, means to immerse. And and I, I think what he's saying here is this, is blanket deluge, cover, immerse the nations, engulf the nations with the name of the Lord, with Yahweh, with Jesus, with the Holy Ghost. So our job, our role as believers, yes, we have that other commission in Mark, which we won't look at now, but you, you're probably familiar with it, preach the gospel to every creature. There's that individual preaching the gospel to get individuals saved. But here he's saying to have nations on your mind, people groups. And, you know, multitudes and nations are our destiny. And as someone pointed out, uh, you know, you want to find big nations, Facebook is a nation. Uh, Twitter is a nation. In terms of it being a group where people assemble together or or, or are gathered together, gatherings of peoples, um, people groups. And of course, one of the, the meanings of nations is people groups. But of course, we have nations like uh, America and Canada and Mexico and, you know, Russia. We, we have nations. And we have to disciple those nations. We have to have an intentionality in our strategy, a, a strategic intentionality to target nations, to lead nations, to disciple nations, to speak to nations. Of course, that is uh, what, what, what we're all about, speaking to the nation here in Britain, speaking to the nation. Of course, I'm, I'm actually saying this right now um, in, in Scotland, um, and, uh, you know, I'm speaking to Scotland. I'm speaking to Britain. That's where I'm called. That's the, the locus of my ministry. 
But you know, any anybody and any nation can hear this and receive this word for themselves. Speak to your nation. Disciple your nation. How do you do that? You do it in the place of prayer. You do it when you speak. You know, when you're speaking, even if it's just a little home group that you have, a Bible study, and a handful of you in a home, even if that's all it is, don't speak just to that house group. Speak to the nation. Sometimes God has us go places where we speak to a small crowd because he wants his word released in that area, that territorial area, in a city or a region. And it, and it doesn't really matter in a sense that you're only, you have a small audience and only a few uh, ears in the human sense are hearing you because God wants that word that you have in you and that you're releasing. He wants it spoken over that territorial area so that's released into the atmosphere. And what we say, what we pray, what we declare, even just our private text, this is a thing that I want to say to you, so much that the Lord has been uh, speaking to me about uh, recently, and speak to the nation really came out of that, is that your private, personal time with God, your what we used to call our devotional time, your time of prayer, your time of meditating, your time of study, that is all designed, and, and we've looked at it in certain places, we're going to keep looking at it. It's all designed scripturally. It's all designed biblically and in the economy of God and the providence of God that what you do in your private time in terms of relationship with him and indeed relationship with others, but, but you know, in your bedroom. Well, let's just go to, let's just go to Psalm 149 again. We've done that many times, uh, and I want to, I want us to just to show you this. And there's so many places, and we'll look at it over the course of these messages. Uh, there's just so much in Scripture that that shows you this, um, and how it applies to leaders, how it applies to us as leaders. But Psalm one four nine, and it's talking about praise you the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, so on. And then verse 5 says, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Now, when we're in this COVID pandemic, so-called situation right now, where we're told you're not allowed to sing in church, uh, you, you, you're not allowed to, to, to shout too loud or speak too loud, or certainly not to sing, because all these little virus bubbles travel through there. load of nonsense. The real reason... The world powers do not want you to speak uh, in terms of they don't want you to speak uh, into the atmosphere is this. It says, let the saints be joyful in glory, let them sing aloud upon their beds. In other words, God's saying you can do this in your bedroom. You don't need to do it in church or in a public building because it's effective even in your, your house. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Of course, that's your Bible, your two-mouthed sword. To execute vengeance upon the heathen or the nations and punishments upon the people. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written, this honour of all his saints, praise you the Lord. In other words, your private time with God in your own bedroom, in your own prayer closet, impacts nations and impacts national rulers. That's the key. That's what Jesus is talking about. Go and disciple the nations. You don't even need to leave the house to do it. I'm not saying we should all just stay at home and go and Zoom meetings. That's not what I'm saying either. What I'm saying is, is that this works in our natural, normal, everyday lives. 
that we have this capacity, this facility, if you like, to be wielding the scepter over nations, to be fathering nations, to be discipling nations, to be taking nations into subjection, even in our own bedroom. Now, of course, we do it in the public square. We do it in other places. We do it in, in our churches, but our church buildings. We do it in, in, in the streets. We do it wherever we can. And we certainly can do it in the, col the corridors of power, the halls of power. But we can do this very much uh, in the sense of we can do it in our own bedroom. We can do it in our own place, the, the place that, we, that we, we live in. Our living rooms, our bedrooms, our prayer closets. We're supposed to do it that way. It's designed to be done that way. So that's how we do it. And, you know, when we, we're talking about discipling nations, we're talking about doing it from our private personal space as much as in public space, if that makes sense. So praise the Lord. That's where we are. That's what we're about. I just want to leave those thoughts with you. Uh, this is Bill McMurdo here. Uh, this is Speak to the Nation. And just sharing some thoughts with you, and we're going to continue looking at this. But our command, our marching orders, our standing orders, and our marching orders are the same. Make disciples of the nations. Bring the nations to heal. That's that's the meaning of it. There's no two ways around that. And it's not a you think, well, that's not very nice. We're not in the business of being nice. There's no anointing to be nice. Nice is people pleasing rubbish. We're about the serious business of winning men's hearts and souls and minds and the nations and the, the kingdoms of this world for the kingdom of God and of his son, the Lord Jesus. So bless you, folks, and I hope that uh, is a blessing to you today. Get into God's word, meditate his word and pray. Do more of it in your home. Trust me, it impacts the atmosphere. It changes culture because it transforms communities. The Lord bless you.